Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone and welcome to the third season of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. We are broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. I'm your host, Genevieve Carl, mom of two. I'm also the host of Les Parents Parle, which is Parent Talk's French edition. I'm with my co-host, Heather Fox. Hi, Heather. Hello, everyone. Yes, Heather Fox here. I'm also a mom of two. Before we get started, I wanted to share with everyone about Backpack Buddies. So Backpack Buddies is a non-profit organization here in the Lower Mainland. They are also serving Victoria and they help to fill the need for food for some school children. So these children would normally receive a backpack of food every Friday to help feed them over the weekend. But with BC schools being suspended indefinitely due to the COVID-19 pandemic, students are now no longer facing just that two-day hunger gap, but they are looking at a seven-day hunger gap. So they are really need for some help to fill that gap now. So we're encouraging people to visit their website, backpackbuddies.ca, to donate and read more about this great cause. Awesome. Yes. So if you would like to donate, that's an awesome time. Don't hesitate to visit their website. When this pandemic is over, they always need some volunteers. So if you would like to give your time, don't hesitate to contact them and they will be in contact with you when the pandemic is over. If you know someone that is in need or if you have a need in your household, so don't hesitate to contact them and they will be contacting you and they will be delivering food for you. To contact them, it's www.backpackbuddies.ca. So don't hesitate to contact them. It's a great organization and they'll take care of you. Yes, definitely. So today we are talking about stress reduction strategies. What a great topic, Heather, huh? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I think we're all feeling a little stressed right now. (laughs) Yes. And we have with us today from Calgary, Victoria Smith. Victoria is a stress reduction coach. So welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. It's awesome to have you on Parent Talk Podcast. So my first question for you, Victoria, is can you tell us how you became a stress reduction coach? Yeah, it's not exactly like your typical job title, is it? No. <laughs> um, I got into this work. I honest, honestly had a corporate oil and gas job straight out of university and worked my butt off and was definitely not someone who had solid self-care strategies. I was definitely a workaholic and I burnt out really badly. Like I got, I contracted shingles twice before the age of 30. And shingles is not something you're supposed to get until you're in your like 50s or 60s. But myself and others are getting it younger and younger because we're just so burnt out and our immune systems are so low because of stress. And so kind of once I I clearly didn't listen to my body the first time. So after the second bout of shingles while pregnant with my son, I, oh, it was the worst. I, uh, you know, I kind of realized I needed to recalibrate that relationship for myself between myself and stress. And so following my own wellness journey became certified as a, a health and a life coach. And when I decided what it was I wanted to niche down on, I was like, I, I know the impact that stress has and how it affects every part of your life. And I, if I can help people reduce that, it's the best part of my job. It's amazing. Mm, I love it. So do you think 
women, especially moms here, <laughs> experience more stress than men? Well, first of all, I'll ask you, what do you ladies think? <laughs> well, I, well, I think it's different. Yeah, different, different stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say that 100%. Uh, th- the studies show that women experience more stress, but that's self-reported, right? So I do often wonder if men are interpreting stress as the same thing or if they just underreport it. But I think exactly what you're saying, women experience different levels of stress. Like women tend to, and we're, we're using, you know, stereotypes here, but they tend to carry the mental load, the emotional labor, right? Like t- generally, moms are the ones who know when the birthday parties are, what kids are going where and you know what birthday present you need to get for them and who's going to the dentist when and all the things we carry that list in our head and we're often the ones who are sort of scheduling activities for our children as well and and feeling that pressure and so not only do we have our own stress about what we want to be in our lives or in our careers or any of that but then we have that added pressure and tension of running the household and raising the children on top of that so yeah, women do tend to be more stressed in different ways than men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Victoria, what are some signs of burnout? So some of the things that you can look for, physical signs are often what you will notice first in your own body, right? Like if you're feeling any aches or pains or tension, I've noticed a lot of people talking about, especially this week that we're in, talking about feeling like their chest is really tight, right? And what that actually is, is you're just holding so much tension in your upper body. Uh, people can get migraines from from uh, from that tension that they're holding in their head, jaw pain, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, like a, a really constantly nauseous or upset stomach. So that can be some of the signs of burnout. But on the on the mental and psychological side, a lot of that can be depression, anxiety, constantly canceling plans with people, uh, not feeling motivated, right? Just not feeling like you want to do anything or that you care about anything. When you start to lose a, a passion or a zest for for anything in your life, that that's a clear sign something is way out of whack. Mm-hmm. So... Parents have million things on the go, like you just said, moms as well, right? So mm-hmm. what are some strategies to recover overall stress? So one of the biggest things I would say to to most of the moms that I talk to is we look at the schedule, right? Like we look at all the things that you've got going on and then I say, what of these things actually has to happen? Right. And a lot of us feel like everything has to happen. It wouldn't be on my list if it didn't have to happen. But there's this really great book called Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu. Have you ladies read it? Mm-mm, no. So, you know, this woman, Tiffany, and you know, it's about her life. And she was a very high achiever in the nonprofit world in the U.S. Her husband, I think, was an engineer and he was like stationed in Dubai and and they still had two kids. And she was having this career and her two kids at home, her husband overseas and wanting to get all the things done, right? Like wanting the house to be perfect, wanting all all the things and just realizing it was not possible. And so she made this list of uh, what are the things that only she could do? What are the things only her husband could do? And what are the things that didn't, what could they outsource reasonably? And then what didn't actually matter? And so that's one of the things is when you look at what actually doesn't matter, there's probably a lot on your list. And I know we get very attached to those lists, but like, so say, for example, my daughter was eight, uh, 16 months this past summer, 18 months. I don't remember anymore. Second child syndrome. (laughs) And, And we just decided, I was like, I do not care about my garden this year. I would love to have a nice garden, but 
the only thing we cared about that had to be done was we had to mow the front lawn for our the sake of our neighbors <laughs> and our backyard it was like it was feral our kids just went wild and that was fine this summer I will have more energy and that's something that I can I can deal with and will get done but that the strategies to sort of reducing that overall stress is you have to look at how much you are actually putting on your plate and what is reasonable we cannot do it all and so sometimes that means asking for help. Sometimes that means hiring help if you can afford it. And sometimes that just means not doing certain things, right? Like, are there certain things that you kind of think on your list that could maybe go? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, so well, actually, what you know, what? I, I say, oh, yeah, but um, I think right now and in the last little bit, I've been picking and choosing what's important and what's not important. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if, if if I could choose my house, it would be absolutely perfect. Right now with the COVID-19 pandemic, my island became an art space. Uh, <laughs> station and uh, my beautiful white counter is permanently completely covered of paint and everything else and you know what I don't care it's fine yeah (laughs) yeah I mean because we're having fun yeah well and how much stress would you add to yourself if you were trying to get that clean every single night right well I wouldn't be able to paint with my kids if Mm -hmm. I cared because there's no way (laughs) that would happen right I have a Nathan is just over 20 months so painting with a less with a kid that is less than two it's messy oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's still messy at three oh (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's messy for a long time it is very messy specifically at the end of every painting he has his hand full of paint and he just stamp his cheek it's really cute Yeah, but yeah, so things like this and um, the garage is the garage and I close my eyes on it. It's really hard to swim all the way to the garbage, but oh, well, <laughs> you know. And it, yeah. like you'll have time for certain things at different points in your life and there's different seasons for things, right? Yeah. And it's just accepting that not everything is going to be done, it's, especially if you're a type A personality. Like mm-hmm. perfection is like we want to be those Pinterest moms often, but like how much pressure are you putting on yourself? I know from for me, for my son's four birthday this is the first time we had a birthday party and I do quite like doing some of the Pinteresty things and I got very excited we're gonna have a pirate party and I I made all these things and honest to god the kids that came over they all just played with his regular toys and that was a lesson to me of like let them do what they want have a couple things planned but don't like don't burn all your energy down trying to make something absolutely magical because what they find magical is probably something you already have Mm-hmm. Exactly. So kids are experiencing high levels of anxiety. So how do we help them stress less? So there's a couple things going on with this. Uh, one of the things I would say is technology. The kids are getting access to smartphones and devices younger and younger and younger, right? And I am, especially with what's going on right now, I am never <laughs> taking away anyone's screens, right? Like my kids' screen time has gone from an hour to five when we're you know, trying to work from home with them. Like I completely understand that. The challenge is... Um, really when it comes to kids getting a little bit older with social media, right? Even us as adults struggle to deal with some of the impacts of social media. So having kids from, you know, seven, eight and on accessing social media can be really, really harmful to their their self-esteem and their self-worth. And so I think getting a real hold on that from a young age, if you can, is critical. But if we're talking kids in general and the anxiety that they're experiencing, I'd say the first step is how are you feeling as a parent? Um, have you ladies heard of Dr. Jody Carrington? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You have to read her book. It's incredible. It's called Kids These Days. Um, she's very popular in Alberta. She's just such an incredible speaker. She's a clinical psychologist uh, for children. And she talks about how... Um, it, the big people are the most important ones that she works with ultimately, because if the big people aren't doing well, <laughs> there's no chance for the little people, right? And so if your kids are experiencing a lot of anxiety, how are you coping with stress? How are right. you dealing with anxiety? And what is kind of filtering down? And I don't say that from a like, I want to add more guilt on your plate, right? Like, because you already have enough, all of us already have enough of that. With Mom guilt is through the roof. <laughs> but how are you showing up for yourself? Are you getting enough self-care in a day? Are you doing some of the things that light you up? Are you putting more pressure on yourself than you need to, right? Because I became a workaholic and it's no shock that I had a workaholic as a father, right? So if your kids are anxious, are they learning any, are they seeing any of those tendencies in yourself, whether you would define yourself as an anxious person or not, right? How do you talk about how you deal with stressful scenarios with your children at home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, does that, re- does that resonate for you ladies? Like, oh, wait, well, it's, yeah. everything yeah. starts from us, right? So yeah, totally. we said to our kids, you have to, they have to be like, zen and calm and this and that and then we're like stress balls well (laughs) seriously no well so when i hear all about this and something that i don't want to add yeah is we have to think about our own self-care so Mm -hmm. how can we build a daily self-care without adding way more to our list so i think the important thing is to understand is that self-care is a million different things, right? It is not just that like hashtag self-care bubble bath, you know, Netflix, (laughs) wine, whatever. It looks different for everyone. So I'm going to guess you ladies are similar. But when I was on my maternity leave, I'm also a podcaster. And I got my podcast out every single week on my mat leave. And people thought I was, you know, nuts for doing it. And I said, that's my self-care. Because it Mm -hmm. made me feel the most like myself. It made me feel refreshed and excited and rejuvenated. So self-care doesn't have to look one way and it can and it, self-care can also be boring self-care can be getting to bed on time and uh eating foods that make you feel a little more uh revitalized like i'm never gonna say do a specific diet or anything like that i don't believe in it but i think we all know for ourselves what foods make us feel the most fueled it's moving your body in a way that you enjoy and so especially at moments like you know times like what we're going through right now Building in self-care can look like uh, doing a little YouTube workout with your kids or, you know, I have a four-year-old, I need to burn his energy off Mm -hmm. and it's Calgary, so it can be minus 15 and we're stuck in the house. So, you know, it's playing uh, tag or what time is it, Mr. Wolf? And I'm literally running around my house sweating um, and he's having a blast, right? So I can build it in, in in meaningful ways like that. And it also, you know, for me, it also looks like trying to get up before my kids to have coffee and peace and quiet because I need silence. Other people might not, right? So I, you know, I've created these things like a hundred self-care ideas because I think, I think people need to understand it looks all kinds of different ways for all kinds of different people. But for me, self-care, it either makes you feel refreshed, rejuvenated, revitalized, a lot of those re's. It's all about making you feel more like you right? Like, especially as moms, we know if we're not getting a good night's sleep, are are you showing up as your, like, as your best self? 
exactly yeah. yeah yeah like you're not right like I mean when my no. child was waking up three times in the night mm-hmm. I was like I was not the nicest person until I had a good <laughs> two or three coffees in my system right and and you get more if you haven't had that sleep you are more uh, like hairpin trigger with things you get more stressed out easily because you don't feel in control so what are the things that you can do in your day to make you feel more in control especially again times like these like right like everything is out of control so what can you do to bring control into your life can you create a rough routine around your day right like I'm not saying I know all these moms have been seeing all these uh homeschooling uh itineraries out there and it's been stressing <laughs> us out right oh my goodness it's right? so funny because we're on, we're on spring break right now in bc i'm like yeah okay why are we worrying about homeschooling right now when your kids wouldn't actually even be in school right now <laughs> like, right and oh like, my gosh chill <laughs> and give yourself some time to adjust yeah. to this new normal right like this could totally. be weeks or months like this we don't know yet and so that uncertainty can be stressful but almost I feel like a lot of what we're going through right now is grief, right? Like we're grieving Mm -hmm. lost jobs. We're grieving changes that we're going through and our kids are going to feel that through us. Right. So trying to force, you know, a square peg into a round hole and make that routine happen when you're still trying to adjust can be a challenge, have a rough routine, but after that sort of, you know, have the leeway and, and, and figure things out as you go. Mm-hmm. And I know Definitely. financial right now, like if, if you lost your job or mm. husband not working as much or you're not working as much or yeah, it's, I think financial, like, it's, it's difficult right now, but mm. I think it's a great moment to reconnect with mm-hmm. your families. Because Definitely. right now there's nobody going to your house. Well, I hope not. And <laughs> <laughs> and I've been staying home for over two weeks already myself. So that's what I find. It was a great way to reconnect with my husband. I gave him a 15-minute massage the other day. Usually we never have time to do this. An hour is way too long for me, but I can do a 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> and we don't have the extra people to juggle around so there's extra time here and there because I don't have the Saturday night dinners or people coming over for breakfast or play dates so it's different and I'm just taking advantage of this situation to create different things with our kids so they actually enjoy this time so like I said earlier my counter is a big art project right now we're making uh, cars out of toilet paper rolls (laughs) so (laughs) I hear toilet paper is very precious right now, so I even keep the rolls. <laughs> but all oh, airplanes with uh, toilet paper rolls and uh, pops, popsicle sticks, you know. The, and was, I'm just Googling and looking at everything on like mm-hmm. Pinterest and different things like that with what we have in our home. We make caterpillars out of egg cartons. And like, like the, just take a break and look what's around you and just create things with your kids with this and have fun involve your husband with this and art it's a big stress relief mm-hmm. so art therapy for me personally I love it yeah with my kids oh, that's <laughs> as well well And the nice thing about that is it's a very hands-on kinetic activity, which usually means that for all of us, we're away from our screens, right? And so Mm -hmm. anything that is hands-on, doing puzzles, stuff like that, so, so good for your anxiety and stress. I love it. Mm -hmm. So Victoria, do you have a words of wisdom before we go? Uh, Regarding COVID or just in general? Maybe regarding stress or stretch management. Yeah, I honestly, I think it's 
I think we as moms need to give ourselves more credit for what we do, right? We take on a lot. Generally, we we do carry, like I said, we carry that emotional labor in the household. And part of, I, I, I was saying this to Heather before we started recording, like I re- recently saw a behavioral therapist for my son because he's, he just doesn't want to listen to anything and, you know, would have a lot of meltdowns and tantrums. And I remember her saying, he comes to, you know, he lets it out on you because he feels safe with you. And so even when we feel as moms, like we're not cutting it, like we're stressed out at how we're handling things, remember that your kids still come to you. They still care for you. They still want you to hold them and you to hug them and, and you to be there in the middle of the night when they wake up. So if you are feeling stressed, if you're feeling like you're not a good enough parent or any of that, and I hear that so often from parents, remember that your kids care. So give yourself some slack, figure out what can you can drop from that list and make some time for you because if you are not okay, you're not able to be there for them and they care about you a whole heck of a lot. Mm, beautiful. So Victoria, we can find you on our panel of expert at parenttalk.ca. Where else can we find you? Uh, I mostly hang out on Instagram at StresslessLadies, or you can go to my website, StresslessLadies.com. Awesome. Well, ladies, that concludes today's episode. I want to thank you, Victoria and Heather, for taking the time to be here and helping us be the best friends we can be in this uh, crazy time. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I know. You're welcome, Victoria. So don't forget, if you want to hear a little bit more about Heather and I, we are releasing some mini episodes called Real Mom Moments, where we talk about what's happening in our daily lives as moms. If you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the Contact Us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also join us on social.mom. Social.mom, it's a free app for moms. So join us there, Heather and I, and Victoria too. Huh? You'll join us <laughs> yeah. on social.mom. Awesome. So uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, we are inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard. So remember, it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you for listening and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.